0: Learn more at Marines.com. Instant Reaction Podcast, HawkeyeNation.com. Andrew Downs with you on a beautiful Black Friday. In heaven, there is no beer. That's why we drink it here. I hope you're having one with me. And, you know, we just need to evaluate where Iowa is as a football program. Those were the words from then-athletic director at Nebraska, Sean Eichhorst, uh, six years ago as they fired their coach, Bo Pelini, and since then, Nebraska has not beaten Iowa on the football field. Six in a row for the Hawkeyes. The Heroes Trophy stays in Iowa City. Scott Frost goes 0-3 against Kirk Ferentz. Moves to 0-3 against Kirk Ferentz. And uh, and Iowa gets their fourth win in a row this season. Moves to 4-2 on the season and continues this... Uh, this kind of upswing after the the disappointing start to the 0 and 2 start to the season this has been uh, this was an up and down day there's no doubt about it felt pretty good early in the game didn't feel that good uh, in the middle part what, you know, when they they started to score when Christian McCaffrey's little brother came in and when Nebraska took the lead in the uh, the third quarter felt real bad and then Iowa was able to kind of turn it around and, and defensively they really stepped up and stood up and made some big stops got some big turnovers and offensively did what they needed to do. Tyler Goodson got going. The offensive line made some holes for him. He started to run a little more with a little more purpose I think in the second half and you saw him get up over 100 yards for the day so that was really nice to see um, and just a lot of frustration with Spencer Petrus and what he's doing right now. Had a A nice drive at one point um, And really kind of got a lot of people Myself included Talking on Twitter about Hey, things... He had some touch on that touchdown pass. Things seem to be coming to him a little slower. Maybe he doesn't have those happy feet. It wasn't long after that that we saw him do a complete 360 spin in the pocket then roll out under very little pressure and throw just an awful interception that really uh, had the ability to turn this game around and be kind of the play that we look at as to why Iowa lost this game if Iowa had lost this game. Thankfully, that's not what we're talking about. And the Spencer Petras question, which will certainly be a conversation moving forward, listen to the deal on spotify it's not something that we is it, it urgently needs to be talked about today as we can just kind of enjoy the win and uh, and look ahead to to where things are going talking about spencer Petras, 18 to 30 193 yards a touchdown and an interception um, but again that just doesn't really tell the whole story he had several throws that he missed and looks Several throws that he missed, several open looks that just weren't there. Um, He just wasn't able to make the throws and started seeing ghosts for a little bit out there. It it wasn't great. And when the Iowa running game wasn't doing great early on, or at least wasn't finding the holes, um, it really made you feel worried about where this offense was going to find enough points to win this game. Sam Laporta had a nice game though. He had five catches, uh, 38 yards. Smith Marset three catches for 44. Uh, Brandon Smith three catches. He had a couple of drops that were uncharacteristic for him. Uh, Goodson a couple of catches out of the backfield. Tyrone Tracy got his first touchdown as a Hawkeye, a six yard catch on that nice throw from Spencer Petrus in the first quarter to put Iowa up to, to uh, ten to nothing. Nebraska had a couple of quarterbacks. Martinez was the uh, the more effective of the two. Not at first he didn't play well the first couple of drives they brought in uh, Luke McCaffrey and, and he led them down for a couple of field goals but then Adrian Martinez came back in really settled down hurt Iowa a handful of times with the run and you know just uh Played played okay, not not Heisman caliber, but he played okay. He played good enough to give his team uh, at least a, a chance to win. Um, not able to to do so as Iowa, especially late in the game, there, uh, really put some pressure on him. Got him out of the out of the pocket, and um, of course the Chauncey Goldston force fumble or. Interception that Van Valkenburg had. I guess I don't know how they have statistically put that. I don't think the ball ever hit the ground, but I do think it was probably a fumble. Uh, Looking at the defense, who again, other than a couple of drives, had had another good game. Nick Neiman, twelve tackles. I think he had seventeen last week, and so twelve this week uh, leads the team again. Matt Hankins with nine tackles, uh, and Jack Campbell. Eight tackles, two for loss, and just some speed that maybe we hadn't quite seen from him yet. He he attacked the ball and, and came up and made a couple of really big hits there in the second half that were really nice to see. He's he's really coming into his own. Davion Nixon had another big game, three tackles for loss, eight total tackles, and he's just a monster. He's a force. There were a lot of times where I wasn't able to get much of a pass rush and wasn't able to put much pressure on the Nebraska quarterback, but when they were able to, for the most part, they were able to, uh, to really capitalize on it, and that was nice to see. Um Terry Roberts with the uh, the the fumble recovery on the muffed punt that was a big big play obviously for the Hawkeyes and then Van Valkenberg with that fumble recovery I guess they are calling that a fumble statistically or at least the stats that I'm looking at right now. Uh overall, you know, again, it's it's a fourth win in a row and you feel good about that. It's a six win in a row over Nebraska, and you feel great about that, to just dominate this series, this rivalry. Um, it would certainly be more fun, I think, overall, if it was a little more back and forth, but on days like this, it's hard to see that. It's it's easy to see just kind of liking, uh, stomping on Nebraska, and I'm wondering what the conversation will be in Nebraska. Uh, it'll be in, an interesting week, I think, over there, as they dropped to one and four on this season and are, you know, certainly going to have another bad season. Scott Frost's record, their career record is, is getting worse and worse. And, uh, he isn't, has not been the answer that they thought he would be, or at least not as quickly as, as maybe they hoped he would be. So, it just feels good to get this win for the Hawkeyes uh, I'm going to keep this relatively short because the Hawkeye basketball team is going to be tipping off here in just a few minutes against Southern and I'm going to watch that game on uh, on Wednesday I was able to watch a good chunk of that game but I was also working I was on the air during that game and so that made it a little more difficult if uh, if this game is worthy of an instant reaction podcast I will uh, jump back on here and do one if not I might just take the Friday night off and, and talk to you guys on Monday uh, we will have this entire Game covered on hawkeyenation.com. Obviously, Rob Howe, Rick Brown, John Bonencamp, Anna Kaiser, all with game stories. Uh, Lucy Rodine, follow her on Twitter if you haven't because she's fantastic. Follow uh, myself and Joe Hugh going to be doing podcasts. I'm going to talk for a little while on Monday with John Miller uh, from hawkeyepodcast.com and we will post that as a podcast here as well on Monday. Uh, but hey enjoy this one uh, really really nice to just dominate this series and what now six in a row against Nebraska six in a row against Minnesota uh, hopefully move to seven in a row against Illinois next weekend he got five in the row in a row in the bag against Iowa State who I mean let's just shout out Iowa State a huge win at Texas today to essentially clinch a place in the Big 12 championship game what a huge huge win for that program and um, it is kind of funny to see their best season in a long time in a year that they don't get a chance to, to beat Iowa and the way Iowa played those first couple of games you know if that's the non-conference game you don't like the uh, the thought of that for Iowa but I would like to see these two teams playing a bowl game uh, I don't know if that's a, a realistic thing I know it's something that's talked about here in Des Moines sometimes but who knows if that's, if that's actually something that'll happen if it were though I think that'd be fun. I think it'd be cool to see. I'd like to see which team is better this year Uh, because both teams seem pretty good right now. Uh, The Hawkeyes, again, not a real pretty win, but a win nonetheless, and a move to 4-2 on the season. Two games left in the regular season. You'd After starting 0-2, obviously, if you can get to 6-2, that's an incredible feat. To to rattle off six straight Big Ten wins uh, would be amazing, and I think it's it's there for the Hawkeyes to do so. Wisconsin's a good team, and, and they will be a good team, but they will have played so many fewer games than Iowa by that point. They just had a a cornerback, Wild Goose, uh, opt back out to the NFL. I wonder if more guys will do that. Uh, Who knows what it'll look like for them in a couple of weeks when they come to Kinnick Stadium. Uh, But we will worry about that when we get there. For now, we're going to celebrate this, and we're going to turn on the Hawks and watch, uh, watch them tip off against Southern. Go Hawks. Thank you for listening. Have a good weekend.